0: Welcome to Dr. Suzanne Howard's audio play. Thank you for downloading and I pray you are truly blessed. To get more information on Dr. Suzanne Howard's ministry, feel free to visit www.suzannemhoward.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Let it out. Let it out. Let it Good evening, Shalom, good evening, I see Susie right on tonight with us, I had to give her a quick shout out, my goodness, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Trying to work some things out here. Just keep coming in. And you know what we do? Start saying hi to one another. And we're going to keep working it out on this end. I'm going to figure this thing out once and for all here. Let's see if I can do it. If not, then it is what it is. Come on, go ahead and give a good greet to one another. That's what we do. Okay, it's just making us look a little more crazier. Mm -mm. Let it out. Come on, say hello to one another. I see someone's birthday. Do we have a birthday baby tonight? (laughs) Beautiful. Come on. Come on in with a table of spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. Y'all know each other. Look at all these hellos are coming in. Ubi's birthday, Ubi's birthday. It's her birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cheryl. Happy birthday to you. Come on. Somebody put up a birthday cake. All right. I see you, Troy Oliver. He said, I'm here, mama. Good evening. Susie, Wright. God bless you. So good to see you. And in those instances, I thank God for Facebook because they keep us up to date in each other's lives when we don't have enough sense to keep up in each other's lives. Right. Like we know we need to be much more social, much more friendly. Time is of the essence. Folks is checking up out of here and we just keep taking for granted. People going to be there. And then that awful post that I hate seeing up on Facebook. Oh, this one really got me. I don't know why death keep really getting us. And now it looks like we're surprised with suicide. Um, and then we, we seem to have like a special surprise when it's someone famous Um, someone who has fame, we seem to be really surprised when something happens to them. I mean, suicide should be shocking no matter who it's with. It's, it's an awful thing. And this is that time of the year. So we're going to keep loving each other and building up on each other so that we can, um, continue to live this good life together. Is that all right? Can I get an amen on that? So I'm giving my greetings on tonight to everyone. I'm so glad to have you on here with us. I take it not for granted on everyone that I have on here. And we're going to get this whole thing moving. It's got a couple buttons I got to hit while I'm giving a few people time to come in. Y'all seem to be much more ready this year. It doesn't seem like I've had to wait too many times for people to come in. Like we got this thing now. So we're going to keep working it at that. Um, let's see. So we've got 105 people in here right now. And for some reason by tomorrow, we should have, um, everything worked out the sound, the cameras, everything. And, um, what was I going to say about that? And even our live, we did our first live on last night. How many of y'all were a part of the live audience? How many of y'all were a part of the live audience on last night? It was so good to have you in there. Always good to just feel that energy of people who are in agreement. (laughs) All of y'all that are all in agreement that we are working on the better version of ourselves. We are starting with dealing with our mental health. Amen and amen and amen. So welcome. I'll just give a shout out to a few of you. I already said happy birthday and sung about a one note, maybe if I hit one note, maybe. But I see Dominique is the first one in again tonight. And uh, Ebony and I realized um, it's not really who signs in first. Um, If you don't make a comment, it doesn't register you as someone who has signed in already. So if you go in and you sign in, for example, Dominique signed in at 607 p.m. See, she's just so competitive. <laughs> so, um because she signed in and said something, it registered her as being in. If someone signed in at 606 p.m., we're not going to be able to see it on this side because though they signed in, they didn't post a comment, so it doesn't show up in the comment section for us. So that's the trick we found out about. So if you want to um, be in that, just go ahead and start greeting people or make a comment or start chatting about the night before or or whatever you want. And we'll see it and we'll have you down as someone who came in first, because often we give away giveaways for those. So welcome. Welcome. If there's anyone else who has birthdays tonight, welcome. I see y'all, I'm scrolling down this page. I see a few new babies in here. Bianca says, day three, here it goes, everyone. Here we go. Ebony said, are y'all ready? And of course, let's do our due diligence to keep this show at a high-peaking performance. Please take the time now, if you're on YouTube, to like, if you're on Facebook, to go ahead and like, please. And then most of all, if you have not subscribed to YouTube, even if you don't watch YouTube, even if um, you go on from Facebook, but you have a YouTube page, can you please go on and just subscribe? We really want to get the subscribers up to a thousand. When we get these subscribers up to a thousand, YouTube gives us more accoutrements to work with. It's easier to do what we do instead of having all these extra links and apps and all these extra things that we have to do to connect with people. When they see you reach a thousand, they think there's some potential there and you might actually be taking your craft serious and they start helping you out. So even if you are not watching from Facebook, I mean, from YouTube, but you know, you have a YouTube account, can you just go ahead, please. And look up Suzanne M Howard. Uh, life coach, mental health coach, and just hit subscribe. If we can hit that to a thousand on this week, I may have to do something extra special for us. I might have to do something extra special for everyone who helps to make this happen so that we can hit up to a thousand. I hate to be about this kind of stuff, but if you're going to tap in um, and use your craft in their industry, we're gonna have to follow the rules of their industry. So, help us, please, and um, get a friend or two to sign on. We have 115 people. I think we're up in the high 800s already on YouTube. If everyone on here got one person to subscribe to YouTube, um, that's gonna be a hundred and two hundred and thirty people. And that would take us right where we need to be. We would hit it right on the nail. So if you would, please consider that. Thank you, Stacey says she said she subscribed already. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, special. Thank you, Raisha. They also, they subscribed already. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Pastor D. We need that. Audrey said she liked and shared. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Liked and shared. Renee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Guess what, guys? On YouTube, Ebony says we're already up to 913 subscribers. 913 subscribers. So all we need is 67 more, 67, 77 more, 8, 8, whatever. 77. Does that sound right? Yeah. About right. Something like that. Right. What did I say? 913. So about 87. Yeah. About 87 more. And we are in there. Can we get 87 people tonight? I've seen some people that I actually follow online and they said they're going to play this horrible music and stop talking until they reach a certain amount of views, like right in the live stream. All I'm asking for is if we can get 87 more people to subscribe on YouTube, we will hit the mark. And that's all we want. That's all we want is to hit the mark. So that y'all won't have to deal with some raggedy internet and issues and all that. And we can have all the accoutrements that make getting on here even easier. Thank y'all so much for everyone who's liking and sharing. Elder Manny said he liked and shared. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As soon as my phone sends the notification, Dominique says she signs on. And I was told, um, in my, um, what do they call it? Like social media training classes that I take from time to time. I was told that if you, um, If you're going to go on live, this is for y'all who have shows and whatnot as well. If you're going to go on live, you should always send that early event notification. YouTube has it as well. You can use YouTube. You don't have to use any special app and pay monthly fees like we do. If you just go to YouTube and book it as an event, schedule it as an event, um, it will give a warning to all your followers. And they said that that's very attractive and it works to get people on. So that's another little tip we're going to use here. That's right. Nick says, stop taking mental health for granted. Make mental health a priority. We are down with that. We can co-sign that with him. Put some hands up. Absolutely. Good, 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 good comments looking good. Front and center, Mike Rose. Thank you. You were front and center last night. Thank you so much for your help. I want to take a moment and have everyone just type Ebony on the screen because Ebony is holding so detox down. I mean, she's boss. She's been boss. I've seen a side to her that I haven't seen in the 10 plus years that I've been in her company. And I'm beginning to see that this new side that's coming out of her is powerful and it's, it's, she's a giant in it and we want to encourage her in that. So we're just going to go ahead and type Ebony on the screen and that's our way of encouraging her. I told her today, I'm not sure if you're my manager or producer, like you just came out of through the wall or something, like a wallflower, and you just jumped off the wall and just started making things happen. I got out of a session last night with a client at 7.05 PM. I had a few minutes to rinse my mouth out, go in the restroom, get myself together, um, get my notes together, read my notes while I'm walking down the back step, came right outside by like 7.15, and we were on. And that only happens when I have help. And the more help we get, the better we can make this because we don't want to be following something bootleg and sketchy and messy and inconsistent, right? We want to follow something where we're like, look, look what I follow. I'm proud of this. This is some first class stuff. It's it's relevant. Um, it's correct information. It's fact checked. It's key. Um, you know, it's changing my life and it's helping me to begin to change the lives of other people. You know, we want to be proud of what we put our name to, or what we recommend to other people. I see Ebony's name coming on the screen. That's right. Thank y'all so much. All right, Amber, she put those bombs up on the screen. We're encouraging you, Ebony, to keep it up. Let God complete this work that he has begun in you. We want to be around to see the finishing perfecting that God is doing in your life. All righty. I see um, a few of y'all had downloaded the Wix app. Y'all did a good job on it. If anyone needs any help, please email us. Y'all have been emailing us and subscribing left and right, and we're happy to see it. Um, I do have some screen prints, which are steps to actually go into wherever you download your apps, wherever you need an app from, whether you do it in your Apple phone, your Google phone, or whatever you do, just go to where you download your apps at the top of your search bar or the bottom, if it's on the bottom, in the search bar, just put spaces or you could put Wix spaces, W-I-X spaces, S-P-A-C-E-S, or just put spaces, S-P-A-C-E-S and you will see spaces by Wix come up. You'll hit it. It's a blue icon. So, you'll know, once you download that app at the top of the app search bar, it's going to ask you, what, what business do you want to follow? You'll put in Suzanne M. Howard, MHC. Mine will come up. You click on that. And now that will be an icon right on your telephone. And once you go in there and then you sign in, you put your profile in, any correspondence that you and I have privately is right there. No one else can see it. I can't even share it. Like you can share an email. It's just between you and I, the assessments that we've been sending out, um, that were due already. So at this point, you would probably want to wait until next Monday, uh, and, and start the assessments for next week. We're doing assessments every week, free of charge, because we want you to be able to see what state of mind you were in when you started this, which weeks did your assessments go off from the first week? Cause Perhaps you were triggered by what was being taught. And then what is the finishing line? How are you assessed on a finishing line of this 30-day program? Are some places higher in your life? Are some places lower in your life? Did we expose some things? Were sir, some things triggered and you need to now continue that work that you have begun in these 30 days? This is why we do the assessments and they will show this for, for you and it will show us for us so that if you want to continue working with a life coach after these 30 days, we are here and we are available for you. Um, And let me see what else. And we're already familiar with you. That's the greatest thing about it. And there will always be a special fee for those who had committed to the 30 days with us because you started your work and nothing is more important to anyone and any people helping field, but getting involved with people who are invested in their own commitment. It is hard to get people when you have to persuade them of something that's good for them you have to keep persuading them and continually motivating them And doing the things that they said they wanted to do So just by committing to these 30 days, we can already tell that you are committed to this and we will help you We're going to have a, a finalized letter to you at the end of the 30 days Giving you our recommendations of where we think you should work a little bit more at the areas that you perfect it, And we'll give you a certain code C-O-D-E to put in whenever you want to book an appointment where you will get a special rate. And that rate is good through the whole year until the next year when we start again. And let's see, we covered the app, we covered the rate, we covered why we're doing the assessments. And I know there was something else, but I don't have it in front of me. So too bad. We've got to move on again. Look at that. Cheryl Johnson is asking if Ebony is going to be her coach again. Um, Ebony's trying not to be, because as you can hear from my compliments, she really likes doing the producing and managing of So Detox. But if we have enough influx and not enough, um, coaches, then she will step in and help us out. She's very good at that. She's a teacher in my, um, Ministry school we have a ministry school where we take ministers through 12 classes and they're licensed when they're done going through our program and then they'll come back every year for a weekend workshop training just to keep the license renewed so we can confirm that they're preaching the truth and the unadulterated apostolic teachings of Jesus Christ and they haven't veered off to some ancestor prayer or some um, you know, telling Jesus that he had to be Puerto Rican or black in order to be their God, you know, people start veering off and mixing in all these worldly gods into um what the Bible tells us that we say we're following. Um, So we have a school that just vets that and verifies it every year. And you don't have to be a part of the Apostles House to go through that. And Ebony is a teacher there. And these folks were like really, 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 really hyped on how good ebony is at her teaching um i don't know i I got youtube on my tv over there and y'all have a different screen on your camera than i have y'all stuff look funky i don't know what that is ebony hasn't texted me so i guess i'm not in any kind of trouble but um what i'm seeing on youtube on my tv screen is not what's showing up on my screen here Mm. so uh I hope y'all are right, Ebony. Yeah, I hope y'all are all right, because I am definitely not seeing what y'all are seeing. But either way, it is what it is now. We'll have to clear it up, whatever we can later. Okay, so lastly, this is the last part, because I mentioned if we don't have enough coaches, Ebony will step in. And help us out. Um, I've already done an introductory open house on life coaches. If you're interested in becoming a life coach, trained to be a mental health life coach and be under the supervision and then you want to go off and set up your own website and your own business to life coach, or you want to become a part of my team, either, or you have a choice. I will be training life coaches. I've been working on the program since I rolled out the evening where I introduced what mental health coaching is, um, how it is a business, how it is lucrative, and also how it is such a strong helping business that if you have the heart for it, this isn't something you would sign up for, for the money. You have to have the heart for this. If you have the heart for it, the business will grow and the money will come and you can eat and pay your bills and you can live while doing something you love. If you feel that this is for you, I will be teaching this um, in um, February. I'm going to send a day out in the end of February when I come back from my vacation after So Detox and I'm going to start training um, life coaches. There is an introductory video that I'm editing just to put in the bells and whistles sort of thing. And I will be sending that out to everyone as well. And um, those that were in it already know it. Those who did not get into that live um, training that open house night about life coaching. I will send it out first to everyone who subscribed to the site to see it. And then about a week later, I'll send it to the general public and it will have dates and times and fees and all the things that you would need to be trained under me as a mental health life coach and how to start your own life coach business after this, if you're interested. All right. Cheryl says my YouTube and Facebook look exactly the same. Okay. I don't know what y'all seeing out there. Does it, does it look like it's normal or does it look like it has two screens showing at the same time? I'm interested in becoming a life coach. Very good. Assessments. Um, Prophet Ramai, Apostle Ramai is asking about the assessments. I saw that y'all just downloaded the Wix app today, or either you became members. If you do the next step and download the Wix app, W-I-X spaces app, Um, and you set up your member profile, it will be right in your inbox. You have a private inbox there and it will have private notes about any conversations that we've had. Um, it would track everything we've talked about It's everything is in that place and it's private and it will be sitting there in your inbox. Once you go and download that, um, spaces app, it's sitting there waiting for you. It looks normal. All right. Well, I don't know why my TV looking like this, but I'm going to keep on going. Hey, how is everyone doing tonight? who has the best seat in the house? I dare you to take on this challenge and tell me who has the best seat in the house. While I go ahead and just read this introductory, um, I want y'all to go ahead and post if you have it at the front of your mind, if it's in your conscious space, I want you to post what was your takeaway from last night? You can get down and type a paragraph as some had given me today. It could be a one-liner, whatever it is, ready, set, go, go ahead and post it up there in the chat. And then I'm going to read this introductory and then we're going to go ahead and move on to our next section that I promised we would open at tonight, defense mechanisms versus coping mechanisms. So welcome. I am Suzanne M Howard. I am apostle and doctor of counseling. I am, um, um, your host for this 30-day segment of Soul Detox, where every year in January for 30 days, we take a topic and we give away life coaching for your mental health. And we are now tonight on night three. Welcome. Whether you know it or not, you are most likely in a constant battle with your defenses. We all are. Day to day, we battle with reality. How can we cope? and what level of effort is needed to survive, given our current circumstances. We wrestle with ourselves and reality is our opponent. Defense mechanisms are necessary and useful to every human being on this planet. If we did not possess the ability we would not survive. Even persistent and overly protective defenses indicate resiliency, often leftovers from troublesome life experiences. And how many know that we all have those? So if you already posted your takeaways from last night, you're in a good place. Those that are just joining us on tonight can kind of say, Ooh, that's something I want to go. And they can go back and do the hashtag replay and look at night two. But for the rest of us and all of us together at this same time, we're going to go ahead and talk about what is the difference between defense mechanisms and coping mechanisms? Because I don't think I have a defense mechanism, but I believe I just use certain things in my life to cope. I smoke to cope. I tag out to cope. I, um, I go to sleep so I can cope. I um, eat so I can cope. I spend so I can cope. I gamble so I can cope. I cheat so I can cope. I lie so I can cope. No, that's not what it is. So let's get to the grind of what we're talking about and let's make this thing happen tonight. So here we go. Defense mechanism versus coping mechanism. Defense mechanisms and coping mechanisms are discussed as two different types of adaptional processes. Each one is an adaptional process, but they're two different ones. Sometimes, and many times I can even say, I have heard people combine the two. They'll use the same wording in the same sentence. Yeah, I, I know my defense mo- mechanisms. I'm very aware of how my defense mechanisms help me cope because, you know, my coping mechanisms, they'll just roll them together in one big jar. And that's not what they are. Defense mechanisms and coping mechanisms are discussed as two different types of adaptional processes. They may be differentiated based on the psychological processes involved. What makes them so different? Where and how they process in our psyche. They are different based on the psychological processes involved, but not based on their relation to the outcomes to measure. Okay, so what did I just say? The outcome may be the same, but they process through different psychological adaption processes. One is healthy, one is not healthy. One may not be detrimental, but it's not something you want to do once you know that you can turn a defense mechanism into a coping mechanism. I spoke with one of our teachers today and she was breaking down her interpretation of what was taught last night. And she said she can appreciate first the understanding that the language change really gives us a poorer definition of the original meaning, for example, of defense mechanism where defense understood in the German language, because Sigmund Freud, is the one that studied this and came up with this. And his daughter actually came on and took it to a whole nother level. We'll talk about that maybe by night five or six. Very interesting family, of course. We've heard a lot about him. Um, in the church, we've, we've been hearing negative, negative connotations about him. They were not supposed to like him. He's in all to this stuff. And I just don't see it. But anyway. Um, defense mechanisms in its original term, its original wording, its original definition, meant a warding off, a fending off. And when you can use, whenever I say defense mechanism, and you can think of a mechanism to fend off um, fear or assumed fear, presumed fear. Um, a warding off, offending of yourself, a protecting of yourself from something that you assume is fear, whether it's thought or imagined or real but assumed because you can have a real threat. There could be a beer, um, an animal, a beer in your backyard and you're out in the backyard and to your mind your your eyes is, is the one that's going to tell your your mind your your eyes is going to trigger, your amygdala and tell them fear, fright, something's going on. What do we do? So when your eye sends the message, your, your, your amygdala is going to work to figure out what do we do here? How do we handle it? And that's when the, um, it's fight or fright. Now they add fawn to it. And there's so many little definitions we're trying to add on to it. Um, but that's when we come up with things when we're fearful. But this is what the catch is, is that we should not fear. If a animal beer is in our backyard, because that's a presumed fear, that's an assumed fear that this beer that's in my backyard, 300 yards away, a hundred yards away from me is going to hurt me. The reason why we fear the beer is because we see the beer as a threat to us, as a danger to us. This animal may be walking through your yard, not paying you any mind, and you are in complete fight or flight mode. You are stuck. You're like a deer in headlights because you have this neg- negative connotation that this large animal that you've probably never seen or experienced any danger with in your life, but through movies and Hollywood and and um, passed down fears from your household, your family, your culture, you automatically bought into the fear and now you're in total shock and total fear. You may not even be able to run because you may be so frightened. You may be actually stuck in fright and fright is not fight will give you the, the, the wherewithal and the adrenaline flow, but the fright could lock you in and you could be so afraid of something. You can actually be stuck and unable to run or defend yourself. So pay attention while we're on this uh, topic right now, pay attention to some of the fears that you have that have been passed down to you that you don't even really truly know if you're afraid of it. A lot of us have a fear of poverty. We have a fear of debt. We have a fear of going broke and usually it's passed down to us from our parents or whoever we lived in and experienced that level of fear when it comes to money, or we could have had a really, really bad time in our life where we've experienced the lights being out, no food car getting repossessed, maybe losing our home. And it really, it scarred us and it scarred us so much that now we have a fear of money. We have a fear of bills and we have a fear of spending. We're afraid to even save. we won't even invest in a system and these fears. Are, are attacking you because you haven't done any application, any applicable work to shine light on those ghosts. We call them ghosts because they're not actually a danger to you. They're presumed danger. It's an assumed danger in your life. Even a beer in your backyard is a fear. that could lock you where you can actually have a bad situation because you went into fear. What we're taught in psychology is that the beer getting close to you or attacking you or actually touching your physical body is where the fright, the fright portion should come in. Not just because you see one, not because you see a possum crossing the road and you hit a mailbox. And we blame the possum. Who's to blame if a possum is crossing the road and you hit the mailbox? It's not the possum. It's the driver of the vehicle because you went into fear over something that wasn't paying you any mind. Do you get what I'm saying about this? So it's all the psychological processes that we process things in that causes us to respond to things. So let me continue on. Let me just back up to that one line. I'm going to repeat it so I can go right into the next portion of it. They may be differentiated based on the psychological processes involved, but not based on their relation to the outcomes measures. Usually defense mechanisms may be defined as a mechanism that is used unconsciously. We talked about it last night first of all, it's unconscious. It is unbeknownst to you. You are not even aware that this process is happening on the inside of you because this mechanism that is used unconsciously happens at a subconscious level. It happens at a subconscious level. So when a person encounters a threat in their environment, a threat in their environment, this mechanism subconsciously goes right into play. This threat may be external, like I said, you know, an animal, something like that, or internal, a thought, or even a memory. It could be just a memory. Examples of external threats may be a physical danger that involves a fight or flight response. In any individual or internal threats such as panic, just panic on its own. On the other hand, coping mechanisms are mechanisms used by any individual on a conscious level to deal with an external or internal threat present in their environment. So same situation, external or internal doesn't matter, but you're using it on a conscious level. I do this on purpose so that I don't do this because years ago I used to handle situations this way, but I learned that it was detrimental to my health and my mental health. So now I've learned a coping mechanism until I'm fully delivered from this thing until I'm, I'm fully buying into the process that I don't have to fear things that I have actually never had a fearful encounter with. So on the other hand, coping mechanisms are mechanisms, but they are used by us on a conscious level to deal with an external or internal threat present in our environment, present in our environment. The significant difference between coping and defense mechanisms can be described this way as different levels of processing of a threat. The significant difference between coping and defense mechanisms, coping and warding off, coping and fending off is the level of processing of a threat with defense at a subconscious level and coping at a conscious level. That should be pretty clear to you. I don't feel like it's, it's scrambled. It looks like the notes are good. The chat looks good. There's 122 of us on. We need those other 40 back on. Tag somebody and say, get back in. Put it in their inbox. And in today's world, knowing what coping mechanisms are is of great use for us. Why do we say this? It is simply because we are living in a world full of, intri- in- I can't even say it tonight if i didn't look at it i would have been able to say it intricacies full of them and complexities it is rather obvious that not only collectively but individually too our lives have become complex can anybody say that their lives have become complex can i get a witness people deal with a strict schedule and are pressed with work and home duties pressed with it. This creates a lot of stress and tension, even within the daily routine. Coping mechanisms contributes towards reducing stress. Write that down. Coping mechanisms contributes towards reducing stress and tension. Yes. And life is, I'm afraid to even say it, having a mouth of the prophet, but this isn't prophesying. This is a word of knowledge that all of us probably already know. Life is not going to get any less complex. So we better learn how to handle it. We better learn how to move with the waves how to stand in the wind, how to raise a standard when the water's raise above us, because this world is getting worse. Everyone's not making their mental health a priority. So they're grabbing weapons of mass destruction. They're hurting and harming others. They're hurting and harming themselves. And this is the world we're living in, that we're raising a family in, that we have to be involved in. We can't just work in our homes and stay in our homes. We have to go out. We talked on last night, the grocery stores aren't safe, churches aren't safe, anywhere that there is humanity is no longer safe, or should I say, is now realized that it is not safe. So we have to learn these things about ourselves so we can live as functioning people in a dysfunctional world. So in today's world, knowing what coping mechanisms are is of great use. And we say this because it is simply because we are living in a world full of intricacies and complexities. And it is rather obvious that not only collectively, but individually, too, our lives have become very complex. People deal with a strict schedule and are pressed with work. And this creates a lot of stress and tension, even within the daily routine. Coping mechanisms contributes towards reducing your stress and reducing your tension through different coping strategies. Coping mechanisms contributes towards reducing stress and tension through different coping strategies. That's another good word for you. Coping strategies. All right. Allie says, I felt that. Yeah, Corindus. any place humanity is, which if, if we're going to go there tonight, right? And I'm going to pray for our minds at the end of tonight. Um, if we're going to go there tonight, y'all, our homes aren't even safe. We don't know how safe our children or even our spouses are. Because the one thing I can tell you about mental health, it is so we have been taught to hide and ward off and fend off any type of onlookers when we are as extreme pain. A lot of people were extremely surprised at the young man who worked in Hollywood as a dancer. I'm not going to say his name on here, but I know it, but I don't want to say his name on here. So don't type it. Had committed suicide a, a few weeks ago and people were shocked. Just the comments, they were just blown away. I'm shocked anytime somebody commits suicide, it doesn't matter, matter whether it's the mailman, someone from Hollywood, um, um, a married couple who does the murder-suicide, I'm shocked anytime because there's an answer that we are not getting out to the world. So people are finding these ways to not cope, but to take themselves out because they don't believe there's any hope for them. Suicide is at an all time high. It has been the highest with male Caucasians in the age of 20s to 30 years of age. Now, suicide is the highest among children and the highest rate begins at eight years of age. We have got to get in the school teacher school system and be able to help the teachers to teach the children or give us some space in the school system. So we can teach proper coping strategy strategies. A a gun is not the answer. A knife is not the answer. Suicide is not the answer. Cutting yourself is not the answer. Getting on drugs is not the answer. Alcohol. It's not the answer. There's an answer. And some people are not ready to hear his name. J E -S S U S. So we have to reach them as human entities of the gospel of Jesus Christ and teach them how humanity works by the one who created humanity. It doesn't matter if we quote Sigmund Freud or not. Freud is studying what Jesus created. Jesus has the answers, but because there has been such an attack and defamation of his character and the character of the church, we may not be able to say his name. We may not be able to carry that word. But David said, it is the word of God that I have hidden my heart. It's hidden in our heart. There's enough of us in our hearts now that we can take this human teaching to people and tell them there is a coping mechanism. And I guarantee to you, by the time you finish letting them know what they don't know about themselves, they're going to want to know more about our Jesus. But they're not going to want to know about him when they're in the deep death, darkness, and well of hell inside of their soul. They're not going to want to hear that. I have not had a client yet. And I've been doing pastoral counseling over 15 years. And I've been doing mental health coaching the last seven years. And I have not had one client that did not know Jesus or go to church, not end up finding the Lord Jesus Christ. In their confession and finding a church. I've had people of different cultures that went and found a church of their culture. They didn't join my church. I didn't push them to join my church because I planted and I prayed that that church would water what was planted so that Jesus can bring the increase. Come on here, Heather says. People come to me. How do you know this? Well, you know, I was dealing with some situations in my family. I was dealing with some situations in my personal life. You know, my husband was going through a lot of things and I just couldn't understand them and it didn't make sense. And I started this study and I got on this journey and I've been here ever since. And God is now using me to help other people. And I'm even been able to help myself with this. Yeah. Well, tell me about your, your family. Tell me about what your family went through. Tell me what you went through. Tell me what your husband went through. And you begin to tell them. And then of course, automatically you're going to say, you know, Jesus, this, or my church, this, or my faith, this, and they are going to say, I want to know about your faith. I want to know about your Jesus. You know, he doesn't stop you from studying psychology, your faith. Absolutely not. Jesus is the chief psychologist. He's the chief scientist. He created humanity. The rest of us are trying to catch up with what he created hundred billion years ago. And it's taken us this long to still try and figure this out. Coping strategies is the key to the issues that we have going on in this world today. People do not know how to cope. Cope when they felt punked. Cope when they've been cut off in traffic. How to cope when a loved one leaves them, how to cope when a loved one dies, how to cope when a loved one has committed a crime and is going to jail, how to cope when you don't have any support with your pregnancy and you're thinking about abortion or adoption, how to cope, how to cope when I am failing my tests, when I'm being bullied, how to cope when I'm being shamed. We know who the master of the coping is, but we have to introduce them first to the information, the education, the instruction. Jesus took that time with people. Imagine, imagining witnessing to people. God, the Holy ghost is good tonight. Imagine witnessing to people and not mentioning the name of Jesus, keeping it a secret. Let's use that because I'm going somewhere. Let's use it as a secret. People will be like, Oh, you're not witnessing. You don't have to hide the name. What about the people Jesus witnessed to and said, Shh, don't tell them who I am. Because that time hasn't come yet. Shh, I'm doing great things, but don't tell them who did it. Shh, don't tell anyone that I healed them, that I delivered them, that I set them free. Don't let anyone know that it's me because my time hasn't come yet and man can't know who I am. There's nothing wrong with doing the work of the Lord And letting people come to you and say, who's your God? Who's your faith? Jonah never told them who his God was. God shook up that boat so much. They came to Jonah and said, who's your God? It's gotta be you. Oh, come on coping strategies in today's world. Knowing what coping mechanisms are is of great use. Why do we say this? Because of the condition of the world today. Because we are living in a world full of intricacies and complexities and we know personally and can testify tonight that it is obvious our world is very complex and so is the small little piece of this world that we gather in the small little state that we gather in. And this creates a lot of stress, a lot of fear, a lot of tension. Even just what our daily routine coping mechanisms contribute. They are an asset towards reducing our life stress, our day-to-day life stress. Stress, listen to this, stress can be both positive and negative. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Stress can be both positive and negative. Someone put that up there. I bet you you didn't hear that before. Stress can be both positive and negative. It is usually a response to change. Coping mechanisms help people to adjust to such situations without risking the well being of the individual. Very good, Allie. Very good, Heather. Come on, Apostle Ramai. Help me tonight. Stress causes you to make change. It should, it has to, because it was, it's going to change you one way or the other. Further, we can also go ahead and suggest that the ability to cope is a form of defense mechanism that places after an environmental threat has been detected and assessed. See, this is the difference. This is the difference. with a defense mechanism. There's no assessment. (laughs) There's just a detection of a threat. When you've moved on to a greater level of thinking after the detection of the threat, instead of the defense kicking in, you assess and you go into a coping routine, following the assessment, a coping decision, write that down. Have that at the top of your mind this year. A coping decision has to be taken by the individual undertaken by the threat to deal with it with resilience and efficiency. That's right, Jackie. Stress causes you to change and it will change your physical body. It can alter Oh, we got wait one night. We're going to have Dr. Vanessa on with us. Dr. Vanessa, write this down because I want you to teach us about this when I have you on at the live show. The effects that stress has on the chemicals in our brain. I don't want to say that stress can alter our DNA, but stress can alter the pattern in our brain that causes what once used to process functional to now process dysfunctional. Bipolarism isn't only detected genetically. You can get it from PTSD, complex stresses, too much stress, under stress for too long. And you can just snap, people have snapped. Stress can be both positive and negative. It is usually Stress is a response to change. Coping mechanisms help people to adjust to those situations without risking your well-being. Further, we can also go ahead and suggest that the ability to cope is a form of defense mechanism that places takes place after an environmental threat has been detected and assessed. Following the assessment, a coping decision has to be taken by us, by you, by I, has to be taken by the threat to deal with it with resilience and efficiency. So I'm going to just pause there for one second. I still have a few minutes left with y'all, but I want to pause there for one minute because I want to give you your assignment for the week. I want to give you your assignment for the month. I want you to begin to notice, I'm going to do it the church way first, the sins that you have in your life, the sins that so easily get you. They trip you up and they get you every time. It may not be a sin in the Bible, but you know, it's a sin to God that he doesn't want you doing it. What are you talking about, lady? The sins is um, love the Lord thy God, um, keeping his commandments and and loving people, loving your neighbor. That's that's it. We don't we can't sin outside of that. Or the only sin we can do is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit or murder. Or you got some people who still follow the Old Testament sins. We got all people who break down sins. A sin is doing anything knowingly against what God has predicted, spoken, prophesied his word, period. So. Is it a sin if God has told you not to eat shellfish, his Jewish people, and you eat selfish shellfish? It is. Because when you have a relationship with him, sins move from the pages of the book to the human form of the New Testament of Jesus Christ. Anything that you do against God that you know he doesn't want you to do. Yes, we can repent. We can repent. We can repent. We can repent. No doubt about it. But I want you to pay attention to the sins that you do so easily on a day-to-day basis. When you're stressed out with your spouse and you go over that other guy's house or that other girl's house, or you know that um, you're a minister in a church and you're over there at the bar drinking with a bunch of people who don't go to church, but they know that you do. And you think you're cool and you're safe because they don't judge you. But for some reason, you've been drinking with them, sitting at that table with them five, 10, 15, 20 years, and they still haven't stepped foot in the church. And a representation, a foreshadow of Jesus Christ is sitting with them every week. And you haven't led them anywhere. You are sinning. Before you go and do those things. And hey, myself is included in this. I'm not exempt. Doesn't matter if I'm the one that's teaching. I'm subject to the teaching as much and if not as a greater level than y'all. But think about it the things that we do when we get upset with people and we go and do these other things because I'm going to get back at them. I'm going to go mess up this checking account. I'm going to go overeat. I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to go overspend. I'm going to do all these things I'm not supposed to be doing. Think about when someone gets you upset or you feel hurt, what is it that you go and do? Do you gossip? What do you do? I want you to pay attention to those things over the next 30 days. And I want you to watch what is it that you tend to do? What's your warding off from that pain? What's your fending off from their rejection? Them not hearing you. Um, them not, um, understanding you, them not agreeing with you, somebody not paying you back. Somebody lied on your church, hurt your feelings. They gossip about you at work. You're on probation. You got fired. Any of those things. What is your first mind to go and do? And then for the next 30 days, I want you to say, I'm not going to do what I normally do. I'm going to pursue a coping strategy because the defense mechanisms hurts my individual self. I'm going to go into the teaching in these 30 days, how it affects our identity. It affects our identity. Christians, it affects our identity in Jesus Christ. And then it affects all of us equally, no matter what your profession is, it affects our identity in our human body. So when you get upset or afraid, or you feel used and abused, what is it that you normally go and do? And I want you to catch yourself this time and say, nope, I'm gonna put a coping strategy in place. And I want you to keep that in your journal. And I want you to regulate how much stronger and wiser you become by the end of these 30 days. Mm -hmm. Somebody says, I call my sister. And what is that conversation usually like when you call your sister? Yes, Barbara Brown. Good, Carmen. I'm glad she's enjoying it. This is real good, she says. All right, let me go a little bit further and then we've got to go for tonight because I need to keep y'all wanting more and more and more and not give everything over on tonight. I ghost people. See, me venting. I used to vent. I used to feel that I had to vent when somebody did something wrong. I was really gossiping. And I was usually looking for validation to make me feel better, whether they were right or whether I was right. And I had to stop that because God showed me that that was a form of pride and pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. Woo. Come on, y'all. We in there tonight. Do you feel his presence? Father, we welcome you in. We welcome you in. We welcome you in. I pray this already, but just take your time right now and just lift your hands. Father, I welcome you in. And all the areas of my life, whether it's a biblical sin or relational sin, whether it's a sin of something that you don't want me to do. Help me to have a moment of sobriety, a moment of self-awareness. Push this into my consciousness. Cause me to be aware of how I respond when I'm feeling threatened or hurt or unheard or invisible. And show me what it is that I turn to. And then take your time, Father, and allow the Holy Spirit, my intercessor, to come in and teach me a coping strategy so I can change the direction of my life. I say this prayer with all earnesty and purity of heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me hit this last part, and then we're going to call it a night. Um, the Defense mechanisms, on the other hand deal with threats at a subconscious level. Defense mechanisms, on the other hand, deal with threats at a subconscious level and therefore cannot be assessed beforehand. Do you see the difference? Do you see why you don't have the time? The difference between coping and defense is coping means that you are now self-aware, last year's training, get the book, you are now self-aware that you have defense mechanisms in place So you're able now to assess in that same moment and put a coping mechanism in. But a defense mechanism, on on the other hand, it deals with threats at a subconscious level. So most of the time you don't even know it's a threat to you at a conscious level and neither does anyone else in the room. Presumed and therefore cannot be assessed beforehand as a result of this. They are a result of an immediate action. Taken by the brain to protect the body at large from the threat. 805, we got to go. And that's not a bad place to stop. Tomorrow night, we are going to talk about the difference between adaptive and maladaptive coping mechanisms and um, defense mechanisms. Adaptive and maladaptive. So y'all gonna learn some words every night, and I will tell you about. um, We'll we'll deal with the definition tomorrow, and um, we'll just jump right in here. I think we're in a good place. Ebony, is there anything that I need to know? We have the book up there on the screen, the information, and it's going to go away right now, but guess what? It's going to be on there back for the replay. Please make sure you go in and hit a replay. Help us to get these numbers up. I would appreciate you so much. I, you just don't know how much, and we're going to work to hit a thousand on YouTube. And then I think we're going to host a a special event and we're going to do something, something great for each other. Um, I also don't have it in front of me right now. But I do have um, So Detox notebooks. And if you want one, I don't know if they're on the website. We'll put it up tonight. If not, and if you want one, um, we're going to get one out to you. We're going to get them out to all those who we called on the other night who registered early. Um, But we're going to, um, those are for you as well. And you can use through this whole season that we're working on for these 30 days. So we're going to go home now. Please be nice to your neighbor in the parking lot and please drive safely. And I pray you don't see any bears or possums. And I pray over your mind right now by the blood of the lamb. I pray for the power of the anointing to break the yokes over your, over your life. I pray that the amazing, loving, forgiving, merciful, all powerful God that we serve will begin to be invited in by you, by your will, to begin to show you the defense mechanisms in your life. And as he ministers to you to help you form life-saving coping strategies in your life that will change your life completely, your relationships, your ability to get wealth, and your ability to have boundaries, which is a life insurance plan to relationships. I believe God for these things. And I believe that you can hold them and maintain them in your life. And most of all, wherever you are in TV land, begin to say our affirmation with me now on the count of three. One, two, three. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. God bless you and good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Grace and peace. Let it Let it suzanne howard is happy to have shared this time with you to get more information on solutions and personal development coaching and counseling of the soul go to www.suzannemhoward.com you can also find her on facebook instagram youtube and periscope thank you for tuning in with us